He that hath the Son hath life. We have the Son of God. We have the life of God. Father, it's a privilege that your Zoe life lives and moves and walks in us. And our lives are expressions of your Zoe life. And that's because on the cross, Jesus, your son, poured out his love upon our lives. And today, we come from the place of sonship. We come from the place of a covenant. And we can cry, Abba, Father, for the spirit of adoption is upon us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we are available for all that you have in mind to do this morning. Man will not be sin. Flesh will not be sin. Christ Jesus alone will be sin. The power of the Holy Ghost alone will be in operation. Thank you because every negativity will receive the divine touch of God this morning. Yokes will be destroyed, burdens rolled away, reproaches erased, limitations removed, barriers removed, obstacles crushed, and the power of sin and flesh destroyed. Jesus and Jesus and Jesus alone will take all the glory. That is our desire, Lord. Thank you for granting it. In Jesus' name, amen. You may please be seated. God bless you. Good morning. Sweet Psalmist, instrumentalist, that was so powerful. Amen. That was so powerful. Who was blessed with the ministry of, of God's word and music this morning? I was blessed. Amen. And I'm still blessed. Praise God forevermore. Thank God for your lives, ladies and gentlemen. Some people think I have time. By the time I join the choir, they will know that uh, I can sing. I still have time. You don't have time. Some people think, <laughs> I'm still waiting for some things to fall in place. By the thing, time those things fall in place, then I will join the choir and then they will know. They will take. We won't take. We won't know. Because you don't have time. Do it now. Because the time of doing is short. The need of doing is pressing. Because the time of doing is short. Because time is finite, but eternity is infinite. So because the time of doing is short, the need of doing is pressing. Whatever you want to do, do it now. We have too many spectators in the kingdom. We need more participators in the kingdom. And one profound truth came out yesterday at the leadership training. And the facilitator was quoting our senior pastor. And he said, if every born-again Christian in Nigeria were to believe in as a born-again Christian, Nigeria would be far, far, far better than this. Do you agree with that? If a born-again Okada rider is riding the Okada, he won't drive that way. 
If truly a born again micro driver is truly living according to God's word, he won't drive that way. If a born again private car owner is living like a believer, he won't do dangerous driving. He won't overtake at a bend. She won't overtake at the bend and then curse the person that is coming. You know, we do all sorts. So when are we going to be the Jesus in our streets, the Jesus in our communities, the Jesus in our offices, the Jesus in our churches? Because even in church, some people are mean, very mean. I will show that usher today. What's the name of that nonsense? Anytime I come, she also go like that. I'll show that to you today. Well, 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 I'm not your mother's mate. <laughs> Hallelujah. May we truly be believers after the fact. May we truly believers in Christ after God's word. So that is the essence of gathering together like this to receive spiritual fuel. To go and burn the fuel and change society. Hello, church. Not to leave here and tomorrow morning you get to the office, you falsify records. Retire the impress you collected last week, you falsify it. You collected 50,000, you spent 25,000 officially. The remaining 25,000, you, you cook up figures so that you can retire. In fact, you even said the office is owing you by the time you do your retirement. You are a thief. Don't laugh. <laughs> but you are laughing, Pastor. Hey, your laughter made me laugh. Praise God. <laughs> so let's live like Christ. Amen. Okay, today we want to look at a subject that we're not going to end today, but we'll start today. I'm mindful of time. Possibilities. Can someone say possibilities? Possibilities. Mm-hmm. Possibilities. When you hear that, it begins to speak to you already. Possibilities. So there are possibilities, yes. And that means uh, the potentials of things occurring is always there. The potential for things to occur in your favor is always a reality. So when you hear possibilities, what comes to your mind? The fact that some things are possible should occur to you at all times. When you hear possibilities, it's talking about the realm of the ability of God. The realm of the ability of Yahweh. The realm and the ability of El Shaddai, of Elohim. The realm of all possibilities is the realm of God's abilities. God is not man. Man can never be God. God created man. His name. Do you know we say Yahweh today? That, that word is called the tetragamation. Notice when the choir was ministering, you saw Y-H-W-H. You saw Yah, you saw what? you saw Yah, Hod, War, Hod. Those are Hebrew alphabets for Y. H-W-H Those are the pronunciations of those alphabets But the alphabets are Y-H-W-H Pronounce it Pronounce Y-H-W-H 
if the presence of English vowels are not included, that word will not be able to be pronounced in English. When scholars, rabbinical scholars of old, got to that word, they will keep quiet. Because that name cannot be called. It's hallowed. It's holy. It's glorious. They could call El Shaddai. They could call Elohim. They could say Adonai. Even Adonai, they had to be very reverential. At times, they will go and wash their hands, wash their feet to return to the Torah to read. Because they had to be holy. And you know, Old Testament was showy. S-H-O-W-I. It had to do with outward show, outward show. Uh, who is still with me this morning? We're talking about the one who is invincible and invisible. When it gets to his realm, everything is possible. When it comes to my realm and my own level of thinking, my physical limitations kick in. My natural instincts kick in. My educational background kicks in. My family background kicks in. I begin to look at things from the prism. P-R-I-S-M. The prism of man. I'm inside this auditorium right now together with the rest of you who are here physically. We don't know what's going on outside. Or do we know? We are so limited in our scope, in our perspectives. But he is not. So the realm of all possibilities is the realm of a creator, the divine. Elohim, El Shaddai, El Alion, El Adonai. The one who is Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Sidkenu, Jehovah Mekedishkem, Jehovah Shabaoth, Jehovah Nisi. It is his realm that we are talking about. Not the realm of the connections of men. Not the realm of networks in Abuja. And I like to an extent some things happening in this country because at some point it was like uh, the people on the lower rungs of a ladder of society were the ones complaining. Those on the lower rungs of a ladder of society were the ones being affected. By the time it began to hit them, by the time it began to hit the ruling class, they now realize, oh, so this thing is serious. <laughs> I was scheduled for a conference, a seminar in Abuja this past week, Thursday, Friday. You know, <laughs> last minute it had to be cancelled. You know the reason? Security concerns in the city of Abuja. As far as God is concerned, nothing can harm him. Nothing can stop him. Nothing can hinder him. But man, man can be stopped. And man can stop other men, unfortunately. And if those other men don't know how to continue the journey, they remain stagnant forever. Let's go on. Praise God. Possibilities. Things that are within the capacity and the realization of God for men refer to possibilities. Can I say that again? Things that are within his capacity. Things that are within his realization. For the sake of men, refer to possibilities. So 
Can you think of something that is beyond the capacity of God? Can you think of something that is beyond the realization of Elohim? The one who created the heavens and the earth. The one who created the solar system. The universe. The Milky Way galaxy. The one who flung into space. We used to say billions of stars into galaxy. That has changed. Science is looking at zillions right now. Not even trillions. Zillions and probably there's another one after zillions. Because they keep discovering. They keep discovering. He spoke once and creation has not stopped. The universe is still growing according to science. Hallelujah. I hope you know that the meaning of science is knowledge. I hope you know that science means knowledge. Science, knowledge. You, don't, you hate sciences, you hate knowledge. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go back, let's go back. Praise God. We need to lay this foundation today. So whatever is within the capacity of Elohim, whatever is within his realization, is that which is referred to as possibilities. Now, possibilities, as far as God is concerned, override distance, override time, override human limitations. Possibilities override delays, override demotions, override disappointment and failure and distress and stagnation and lack and hunger and famine and poverty. Possibilities override those things. Hallelujah. When it comes to all possibilities, anything can happen. We are the ones that must be ready for every possibility because we are dealing with the creator of the heavens and the earth. Praise God forevermore. You know why I'm excited? I'm excited because this is a topic that is simple to understand. Hallelujah. They say something is possible. Oh, possible, no need. It means it's possible. It can happen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. What is it that you seek? What is, the Bible says, what ailed thou? What ailed thou? Can I ask you in King James, what ailed thou? Whatever it is that ailed thou, under the realm of God's possibilities, it will happen. We're going to look at a few principles of God's word from today and then we'll continue. And then we'll see how to harness those possibilities as far as God's word is concerned. Amen. But today, I want us to read many scriptures. Because every house must have a foundation. Who is still with me? Have you seen a building before without a foundation? Then it is not a building. Why? When the storms come, when the winds blow, then it will be seen that it is not a building because it won't stand. It will fall and great shall be the fall of it. It might look attractive to the naked eye. But do you know that analogy in scriptures is referring to you and I? If you don't have a foundation, you are not a building. The believer is a building. God's word refers to us as buildings. We also as living stones have been built up into a spiritual storehouse unto God to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable unto God. Hallelujah. So we're spiritual buildings. The believer is a building. 
If you don't have a foundation, you can't stand. The storms are sure to come. The winds are sure to blow. The rain is sure to come. Hallelujah. And it will carry us away. The rain of life, the storms of life, the winds of life. May we not be carried away. But my point is, trials will come. Challenges will come. Tests of life will come. Will you stand? Will I stand when they come? Usually tests of life, challenges of life don't give notice before they come. Usually they don't give notice. Or do they? They don't give notice usually. There are times your car does not give you notice that the battery is going to cough out. True or false? You just say, ah, but I drove it here just now. I just parked just now just to go inside the supermarket, buy something. and ah, It's not even making peke, peke. You know, there are times it's doing peke, peke. It's not even making peke, peke. The thing is totally flat without notice. And here you are. All you have left in your bank account is 5,700 naira. And they're selling the battery. If it's a big car, 40,000, 45,000, 50,000. You begin, who can I call? Call God first. God will give me a battery? Yes, he will. Have you not heard of the story of a woman whose child was hungry? Infant. No formula. Child was hungry. The mother was hungry. She was hungry, so she couldn't lactate. No food for her to eat, so she couldn't give breast milk to the baby. The child was hungry. No formula, no breast milk. Hunger everywhere. And she kept praying, and she kept praying. And the other man who was in the other apartment could not sleep because of the noise from the woman's prayer. So he thought, and then he knocked on the woman's door. Why are you disturbing me? Take! And he was meant to be an atheist who did not believe that God existed. You know, agnosticism is different from atheism. Animism is different from occultism. But all of them, they are first cousins. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, take, 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 take. Whatever it is, just take. You've been disturbing me. I can't sleep. And she said, thank you. You are an answer to prayer. He said, which prayer? He said, God sent you. He said, which God? <laughs> so who brought the money? Who brought the milk? Okay, let's go on. Witnesses. The first witness I'm bringing up this morning is the witness of the gospel of St. Matthew chapter 17. Matthew's gospel chapter 17 from verse 15. I've told us we're going to read a lot of scriptures. You come to church, some of you don't bring Bibles. You come to church, some of you don't bring uh, notepads, writing pads. Well, have we forgotten that church is a school? Where we learn, we come to learn. You see, if it's all about preaching, 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 Jesus will not be called Rabbi or Rabboni. What was he called? Rabbi. When he appeared to Mary, what did Mary say? Rabboni or Rabboni. The teacher, that's what that word means, the teacher. Christ was always teaching. He could preach, but he thought more. Because knowledge brings transformation. How? It generates power. And that power transforms. Are we still together? So if it is to receive knowledge, then learning is involved. Matthew chapter 17 from verse 15. Lord, have mercy on my son. For he is lunatic. 
Some will say moonstruck. And saw vexed. He was oppressed, afflicted. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into the water. And somebody said that describes the situation of the world. The world today is in water. The next minute the world is in fire. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know. So there's no peace. Imagine this boy falling into fire. He will get burnt. He fall into water. He will drown. They bring him out of water. He goes back into fire. The wounds from the fire are not healed. He's back in water. What's going to happen to the wounds? They fester the more. They get more infected and so on. See, that boy was in a sorry state. And that's because the devil has no friend. It was just malaria. It wasn't just malaria. The devil didn't just have malaria in mind. He wanted to kill you. His mission is not to make sick. His mission is to steal, kill, and destroy. Not to make sick. <laughs> Let's read them. Lord, have mercy on my son for his lunatic and so vexed for oftentimes he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples and they could not cure him. Hmm. Then Jesus answered, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? That is, how long will I go through all this with you bring him hither to me so he was sure that if that boy should come to him there will be an answer if we will come to Jesus there will be an answer bring him hither to me and Jesus rebuked the devil so it was a demon response when he said the devil there the demon Jesus rebuked the demon and it departed out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. If the father had known that it was a demonic case, would he not have rebuked the demon? But to rebuke the demon, your standing must be the standing of grace. Otherwise, it will be Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who art thou? And the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. I like that question they asked. That was a wise question. Why could we not do it? We've been going and coming with you all these years, all this while. We sleep together, we eat together. What's going on? Master, talk to us. Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief. Unbelief will keep us under. Unbelief will keep us down. Unbelief will shut the door on possibilities to us. Unbelief. Unbelief will hold us captive. Unbelief will make us suffer. Who is with me this morning? Unbelief. There is a disease we must cure. It is the disease of unbelief. You must cure it. Go on spiritual antibiotics and cure yourself of unbelief. Amen. Cure yourself of skepticism. Some people are they're just skeptical. Anything, they're negative, they're pessimistic, they're skeptical, they're always arguing, they're always doubting, they're walking in unbelief. You are sick, it's a malady. And with that malady, possibilities are not on your radar at all. Hello, George. So he said to them, you couldn't cast it out because of your unbelief. For verily I see unto you, if you have faith. For verily I see unto you, if you have faith. For verily I see unto you, if you have faith. So the cure to unbelief is what? Do you know something? Prayer is not the cure to unbelief. Prayer cannot cure unbelief. Because people pray out of unbelief. At times. And when there is unbelief, God can't help us. As much as he wants to help. As much as he wants to move in. 
He's incapacitated. You don't believe. He doesn't have a visa to enter your situation. Your faith is the visa Elohim uses to step into your matter and bring about a turnaround. Except he wants to act based on his sovereignty. And that is left to him. That's not left to you. Who is with me this morning? Hmm. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. I've not even bothered to find out what the mustard seed looks like. But I've seen the grain or the seed of vegetable before. And uh, this one they call um, Ewedu. What's the botanical name? Or the scientific name? You know, it has. I know you know. Praise the Lord. I wasn't a good student of agriculture. Or geek science. I wasn't a good student. My, 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 my what's it called? Ridge. When they asked us to, to do ridges, vegetable bed. Mr. Atta, I can't forget his name. Our Greek teacher in Form 3. He was marking, he was marking, he was over 10. The guy be, beside me, very stocky guy, you know. I'm sure he had some farm experience. He's called 9 over 10. Everything was straight. I tried to imitate him. I couldn't even scoop the earth the way he was doing it. When Mr. Atta got to, he said, oh, Kusan, I said, what's there? I said, it's my vegetable better. The thing was straight till like that place and then it turned. I said, I was going to my village. He said, what is this? I said, it's my vegetable base. I said, I tried. Honestly, sir. I tried. He gave me six over ten. Like that, like that. How do you say that in vernacular? In Yoruba? Not vernacular in Yoruba. Yoruba is not vernacular. Yoruba is Yoruba. Amen. Praise the Lord. Igbo is Igbo. Ethic is ethic. Amen. So how do you say that in Yoruba? Like that, like that. So sad. I saw the seed of vegetable, tiny, tiny, black, tiny, tiny, very tiny. He said, if we have faith, so can you, can you transpose that scripture to this analogy right now? If you have faith as tiny as uh, vegetable seed or bitter leaf, see, uh, is it bitter leaf now? Uh, this, ewedu, ewedu seed, now I don't know the botanical name. Those watching online, you have to pardon me. There's something called Ewedu. It's Ewe. Do. It's, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it. Just take it. Okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. If your faith is as tiny as that, it will get the job done. If my faith is as tiny as that, it will get the job done. But guess what? That faith must not be on now and off tomorrow. That faith must always be on. As tiny as it is, you don't let it go. You don't let it reduce. You keep it there. They still ask you, five years after, I'm still believing. Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm still believing. Amen. I'm still believing. You are still believing. I'm still believing. Praise the Lord. We don't give up in faith. Who is with me this morning? We don't give up in faith. I understand the Bible says... Hope defireth, maketh the heart sick, I understand. But when desire comes, it's a tree of life. I also understand that one. Which one are you going to wait for? For the manifestation of desire or for the giving up of your faith and so that you end everything? Praise the Lord. Until God says it is over, it is never over. That's why I said it's a message we all can preach this morning. But let's read. Let's read. So I'm repeating verse 20 again. 
And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall see unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. You shall say, Remove hence unto yonder place, and it shall obey you, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. You shall say unto it, Remove hence. So faith must always say, If faith does not say, there will be no removing. Who is with me this morning? Faith must always say. So what has your own faith been saying? If all your faith has been saying is, there is no hope for this country. We are finished in this country. If that is your faith, you are in this country. You are saying you are finished in this country. You are saying you, you don't have hope in this country. You better go to Ghana. Even in, last year, my wife went to Ghana and I said, ah, this one that I'm doing home alone, let me go and join her in Ghana. So, I went and joined her in Ghana. At the Accra airport, Ghana, Ghana. At the Accra airport, I was to clear immigration. The man said, your passport? I showed him. He started flipping through the pages. What have you come to do in Ghana? I said, Ghana. What have I come to do in Ghana? I said, my brother-in-law is here. I'm visiting my, my wife. He's here. We're going back next week. So how long are you staying? So I, I said, I'm on vacation. He said, what is vacation? I said, I'm on leave. He said, there's nothing called vacation. You're on holiday. I said, okay, I'm on holiday. He said, so... How long are you staying? I said, I'm just one week. I'm going next week. Said, um, you're from Nigeria. He has my passport too. He said, all these visas you have, why can't you go to one of those other countries? Bababu Ali must go. When the righteous rule, the people rejoice. What is the opposite? I'm not saying it. What is the opposite? I only know the Bible says, when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. But the reverse is also true. But you and I also have responsibilities. Let's not open up Nigeria here. The world won't close. <laughs> Praise God. Matthew chapter 19 from verse 24. Matthew chapter 19 from verse 24. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Take note. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. I hope we know what the needle's eye is. You know, a sewing needle. You know that little hole where we put in the thread. That's the eye of a needle. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Ah, ah. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, ah, ah. Who then can be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men it is impossible for a camel, as big as a camel is, to go through the eye of a needle. With men it is impossible. But with God... All things are possible, including a camel going through the eye of a needle. All things are possible with God. 
With men, we have some things we call impossible. With God, there is nothing that is impossible. With men, there are impossibilities. With God, there is nothing called impossible. Hallelujah. Some have even told us that uh, in Hebrew, there is no word called impossible. In Hebrew language, they don't have a word for impossible. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I, I don't even need the Hebrew language to validate that. I'm seeing it from God's word. What men call impossible, they are possible with God. So, a camel can go through the eye of a needle. It sounds crazy. It doesn't sound logical. That is because we keep looking at God from the viewpoint of our minds, of our human limitations. He's not flesh and blood like us. God is spirit. And they that worship him must do what? Worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. God is not flesh. God is not blood. God is not bones. God does not have kidneys. He doesn't have a pancreas. God cannot be diabetic. God cannot have high blood pressure. Hallelujah. God is spirit. is Jehovah. The maker of all. The creator of all. The giver of life. The keeper of life. The sustainer of life. The one who charts our pathways. God. The one who knows your tomorrow. Even before you saw your today. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the people just kept quiet when Jesus said that to them. So the things that are impossible with men are possible with God. Because with God, all things are possible. Mark's gospel, chapter 10. We're still reading. Witnesses. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every matter be established. Possibilities are being established. Hallelujah. But pastor, you don't understand. I've been told that to secure that admission... To Nigerian Defense Academy in Zaria, I need an army general or the equivalent of that in the Navy or the Air Force or in the police to recommend me. So I don't have anybody. Please, do you know anybody? I know Jesus. I know Jesus. Possibilities. I know Jesus. Possibilities. I read the story of a woman. She went to medical school here in Nigeria. I can't remember whether it was University of Ife, as it was called then, or whether it was University of Benin or University of Lagos. She studied dentistry. She read dentistry. And uh, she now traveled outside the country. And she was in the U.S. for a couple of years, you know, and she further developed herself. And uh, she established herself, had a family there and so on. And after a while, Together with her husband, they sold their house, realized the proceeds, and decided to come home to Nigeria to set up a business. She said, number one, her parents were getting old. She wanted to be close to her parents. Thank God for daughters. Thank God for daughters. Hallelujah. Me, I'm blessed because I have daughters. Hallelujah. Some people say, four daughters. What do I want to do with them? You old mo, you are you are not wise. Pardon me, but you are not wise. Eh? Sons are good. Oh, I'm a son, but thank God for daughters. <laughs> Hallelujah. She said she wanted to get close to her parents because they were already getting old, and she wanted to look after them. Number two, she wanted to pay back to society 
Because she has come to realize that medical training in Nigeria is so cheap compared to the rest of the world and she needs to pay back to this country. And so she had a dream of setting up a world-class dental institution in Lagos. But she now realized that what she came with was not enough. And two of her friends called her by now and said, listen, anything you need for that dream, let me know. Maybe some of us read the story. Let me know. Let me know whatever you need. Let me know. She said the first one that gave her was it 500 million. That the person that was more than enough for her to add to what she had, and she has set up a world class dental institution in Nigeria that is thriving. That is thriving. It is thriving. It is thriving. I'm not against you, Jackman. Because as I'm speaking now, some people say, Pastor, anything you like, say, I am Jackman. Some of them are laughing at me right now. They want to Jackman, they want to JP. I'm Jack Pine. If everybody in this church Jack Pass, who will I be preaching to on Sunday? So some of you, I will tie you down with prayer. You won't Jack Pass. <laughs> they say, Pastor, anything you like, say, I'm Jack Pine. <laughs> hey, serious matter. Praise the Lord. Okay, all of us will Jack Pass together. <laughs> but look at that In the midst of all that we are saying Some are thriving There is no land That does not have a blessing in it There is good in every land If you be willing and obedient You shall eat the good of the land There is good In fact, wherever you find yourself There is good there we are the ones to ask the Lord and not to stop asking him to open our eyes to see the good where we are. Believe me, there's good there. Okay, let's go on. Let's go on. I'm bringing up witnesses. So the next witness, like I said, Max Gospel chapter 10. Okay, we've read that. The next witness, Luke chapter 1. We've not read Mark 10. Ah, Okay. I think we have. It was because we read it in Matthew. So I'll read it in Mark if you want to hear it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle, Mark 10, 25, than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were astonished out of measure, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? And Jesus, looking upon them, said, with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. You see now that we read it before. Luke's gospel chapter 1 from verse 34. Luke 1, 34. The gospel of St. Luke chapter 1 and verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this thing? I'm sorry, I'll read it again. Verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. Why? The angel had said you're going to get pregnant in your womb. You will conceive in your womb. And she was a virgin. And she was saying, yes, I'm betrothed to a man, really. But we have not had physical copulation. No sexual intercourse. So, what are you saying, angel? And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. Back to verse 34. What informed Mary's question in verse 34? Maybe we should read verse 34 again. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? What informed that question? 
Help me. What informed that question? Wisdom. Human wisdom informed that question. What informed that question? The mental capacity that God has given to man informed that question. What informed that question? Sound mind. Knowledge. I exposure in life. Maturity and mature thinking inform that question. There are times mature thinking, sound mind, wisdom will get in the way of you receiving what God has in mind for you. Did you hear what I said? So when God is dealing with you, wrap up your certificates for that second. Keep them on one side. Believe me. Especially when what he's saying does not make sense. An iron axe head fell into the Jordan, into the river. The Jordan was a big river and it was deep as well. And metal fell into that deep river. And under gravity, where will the metal go? The riverbed. And they said, alas, my master, it was borrowed. And the prophet said, show me where it fell. They must have been looking at Oga. What, does he want to dive into the river? Maybe that's why he's asking where it fell. But to the best of their knowledge, he didn't have scuba gear. You know what deep sea divers wear? Scuba, their scuba suit. He didn't have a scuba gear. So how is he going to dive? Inside the water. And he caught a stick. And he threw the stick there. They must have said, don't be ridiculous. Ah, what has this little stick got to do with the metal iron axe head that fell into the Jordan? But that was what the Spirit of God, walking in and through him, asked him to do. Don't allow human wisdom, mental maturity, and all of those things to sideline you and cut you off from the supernatural. Because the realm of God is the realm of all possibilities. Praise the Lord. Neither am I suggesting that every time you put logic aside and say you are trusting God for the supernatural, yes. But have you forgotten that the same scripture says, come now, let us reason together. See, I'm bringing my balance. Because some people will live here now. I say, door, I command you to open. And, and the keys in your hand. I serve a God of all possibilities. Oh, yeah, door. Open. It won't open. That's not what we are saying. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, let's read on. 35. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, that holy thing or that holy seed which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. The Son of God. So the answer to her question was verse 35. How God will bypass human limitations to make that impossibility possible. Verse 35. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. So when the Holy Ghost appears and the power of the Most High overshadow thee, when the power of God comes on display 
Everything natural gives way to the supernatural. Believe, believe me. Amen. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and she's now six months pregnant. She who was called barren, for with God nothing shall be impossible. Elizabeth's conception was a complete miracle. She was past the age of childbearing. Her husband was past the age of childbearing. When the angel told the husband as he was ministering to the Lord, do you see that? What they had been waiting for, they could not get, they did not get, but that did not stop them from serving God. The husband was still at his duty post serving God. Madame was still at home at her duty post serving God, but she wasn't a priest. Says who? If not for her, the husband can perform his priestly role. Don't you understand? It takes two. Hallelujah. If not for your wife, you the husband, you can be, <laughs> maybe some ladies see you outside and they say, fine man, only fine man. The wife is the one bearing the brunt, making that man fine. Hallelujah. You, you now see finished product. You want to steal finished product. You are a thief now. Hallelujah. Sister Belanley, I bow, Jaden. It's possible you are in church, you don't know I'm married, I'm married. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But Elizabeth was at home. And the angel appeared to the husband at his duty post. Your wife is going to get pregnant. Ah. The Lord has answered your prayer. Ah. I know, he has answered. Yes, your wife is going to get pregnant. Ah. You will call his name John. Ah. And then you will be dumb for a season. Eh? And he was dumb for a season. And truly, truly, she was pregnant. She became pregnant. And now she was six months gone. That's why the distance or the difference between the age of John the Baptist and our Lord Jesus Christ is just six months. When did Mary get pregnant? The day the angel spoke to her, the Holy Ghost will come upon her and the power of the whole side shall overshadow. That was the instant that she got pregnant. God's word is power. God's word is life. God's word is glory. Amen. When the word comes, his power comes. His will comes. His glory comes. God's word. Some don't honor God's word. Some don't have regard for God's word. Some will go days without reading God's word. Listen, you are, you are staying away from life. That's life. It was what the angel spoke, and that was when her conception took place. And it was so real because by the time Mary went to Elizabeth's house, the Bible tells us the baby in Elizabeth's womb leapt for joy at the salutation of Mary. Hail thou that art highly favored, blessed art thou among women. Hallelujah. The anointing is real even from the womb. Praise God. More witnesses, more witnesses. Let's keep reading. We're still reading. 36. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. In her old age. She has conceived in her old age. Contrary to nature, contrary to science, contrary to knowledge. She had conceived in her old age. God is the God of all possibilities. Amen. 37. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Luke 18, 24 to 27. We're still reading. Luke's Gospel, chapter 18, 24 to 27. Let's read. And when Jesus saw that, she was, he, that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Like Matthew 19, like Mark chapter 10. 
For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they that had it said, Who then can be saved? And he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Pastor, why are you repeating it? Eh. Rejoice. Again, I say unto you, rejoice. Why did Apostle Paul repeat it? One rejoice should have been enough. You, the Bible says, fear not. When you walk through the distance, I say, fear not. Don't you know that there is power in repetition? The more we lay emphasis on something, the more it sinks in. And that's what we're doing with the scriptures as the Spirit of God is leading us this morning to do. So, no tautology, no repetitions here. And he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. What have they told you is impossible? It is possible with God. Hallelujah. People have conceived without wombs before. It is possible with God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Big fibroids. In some people's uh, wombs or uteruses. Big fibroids. And they have told them you can't conceive with this fibroid. If you are led to go in for a procedure, medical procedure, to remove the fibroid, please, by all means, go. I'm not a pastor that will say, don't. You know, some pastors say, Ishiabe. You know, Ishiabe. That's surgical procedure. That you don't allow the surgeon's knife to come upon you. No, when there's a God in Israel, the faith of the pastor may be like that. I hope the faith of the person is like that. So that the two can connect. <laughs> if pastor's faith is here, <laughs> and your faith is here, <laughs> and he wants to impose his own faith. Do you know I can't impose my faith upon you? Praise the Lord. I hope you know. That's why there's something called agreement. When we pray the prayer of agreement, we're at the same level of faith over that matter. There are times God's sovereign intervention can take over, but that's not every time. That's not every time. Study the miracles of Jesus. Study the ministry of Jesus. Be it unto you according to your faith. Be it, that was always recurring. That was always recurring according to your faith. I've not found so great in Israel. I've not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. He found faith. Woman, go. The demon has gone out of your daughter because of your faith. Amen. Most of the miracles of Jesus based on the faith of the people. Ever once in a while, the story of uh, the man at the pool of Bethesda. How many times do we have that kind of story in the Bible? He was in the house preaching one day. Everywhere was packed full. There was a lame man born by his four friends. They couldn't enter. And they needed to put that man in front of Jesus. They removed the rooftops. Some Bible scholars have said that was the personal house of Jesus. That he, has, he had a personal house, not from, from Jairus' synagogue, that they lived on the same street. Amen. That's what some Bible scholars have thought. So they removed the roof tiles of the house of Jesus. What audacity. And they lowered the man in front of him. What did the Bible say? When he saw their... Ah, so faith can be seen. So faith can be seen. Faith can be seen. Mindful of time. Let's go on. Hmm. Mark chapter 9, from verse 21. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And it has often cast him into fire 
and into water to destroy him. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. But if you can do anything, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. You know what the man came to do? He came to try. When you hear the word if, you are saying maybe or maybe not. So he came to try Jesus, meaning he'd been, he had been going all over to try different solutions. You know, we never can tell. It could be that place where the miracle will happen. Let's try. So, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can. ESV, English Standard Version. If you can. Exclamation mark. All things are possible for one who believes. So there are no ifs with God because there are possibilities with God. Let's look at one interesting scripture. Very popular, familiar scripture. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Let's read. We're reading. I hope you are taking notes. I hope you are reading or you are just following the screen. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For without faith it is impossible to please him. If you have a good Bible, the im is in italics. And that tells us it wasn't in the original. So it means we can read it this way. But without faith, it is impossible to please. The word please, the extension of that word is what? Pleasure. But without faith, it is impossible to have pleasure. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is... He is sounds like I am. When he's going to introduce himself, I am. When we're going to talk about him, he is. For he that cometh to God must believe that his name is I am. Or must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So the precondition for the impossible becoming possible is faith. Absolute faith. In God and his ability. And don't forget that we keep saying that there is nothing God cannot do, that all things are possible to him, but there's something that he cannot do. He cannot lie. He cannot lie. Titus chapter 1 and verse 2 tells us that. In hope of eternal life with God that cannot lie, promised before the world began, he cannot lie. God cannot lie. I want to say it one more time. God cannot lie. So whatever, as you've been hearing this message, whatever has been occurring to you over your issues, your affairs, somebody's here, your promotion has delayed for long. It has delayed for long. And you've adjusted to your status. It's okay if they're not going to do it. You know, it's okay. I'll just keep doing what I can do. No, don't give up. That promotion is coming. Those of us here, in fact, on the day of your thanksgiving, so you must do thanksgiving. On that day, we will join you to give thanks to God when that promotion falls through. Amen. Amen. That's somebody's word. Facts. Jehovah God is the master of all possibilities. Because the word if occurred only once in the ministry of Jesus. The word if. Jesus used the word if only once in his ministry as it related to himself. Let's read. Mark's Gospel, chapter 14 and verse 35. And going a little further, Mark 14, 35, and going a little further, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, if it were possible, if, 
began that prayer. Mr. Alexander taught us English language in Form 3. Mr. Alexander was an Indian. Mrs. Alexander, his wife, taught us biology. From three, from four, from five. Ms. Alexander taught us English. That's why my English is not good. Because he taught us with an Indian accent. He was the one that taught us if clauses. He says, if clauses are conditional clauses. So, without sounding like Ms. Alexander, let's read. And going a little further, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, conditional. The hour might pass from him. And he said, Habba Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet, not what I will, but what you will. You have Christians today who pray and say, if it is your will, Lord, are you about to die? Jesus who used that prayer, used that prayer just once in his ministry, and it was because this was about life and death and don't forget when Christ came to the earth he came as man anointed by the spirit of God he was 100% man and 100% God as man he could face death he could die he could be killed he could give up his life as man the Bible says he gave up the ghost on the cross yes as man but as God, he could rise up from the dead without anybody going to the tomb to say, Jesus, come forth. He did that for Lazarus. He woke up the child or the son of the widow of nine, but nobody woke him up. It was because he was God. 100% man, 100% God. 100% humanity, 100% divinity. Amen. Both natures, valid. And theologians will say like the two sides of a coin are legal, tender, and they're valid. Same way Jesus had two natures when he came to earth was man in God. He was God in man. Hallelujah. So the man in him played up when he said, if it is possible, let this cup, Father, let this cup pass over me. That was all. But you have Christians who say, if it is your will, Lord, let us get to Lagos safely. It's not his will. What could his will have been? You better stay in your house. If that's the kind of prayer you want to pray before embarking on that journey, you better stay at home. If it is your will, Lord, let us get to Lagos safely. But you know we pray some, some things like that. We pray some prayers like that. Faith has no alternative. Amen. Amen. Possibilities. We're laying a foundation. Every house must have a foundation for it to be a house. Possibilities grow where Jehovah's will is known. Possibilities grow where Jehovah's will is known. I read a few scriptures, or maybe two more, and then we'll close. Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, 21 to 23, the English standard. And Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. We read it before, but we're bringing out a point here. But if you can do anything... Have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes. Possibilities grow where Jehovah's will is known. So when Jesus replied the man by saying, if you can. You know the man said, if you can. And Jesus said, if, if I can, if you can. Don't you know the will of God? The will of God is for that boy to be healed. The will of God is for you not to suffer. 
The will of God is for me not to be held down by infirmity and sickness. The will of God is for me not to be stagnant in life. The will of God is for me not to be oppressed and brutalized and afflicted by the devil. If you have been oppressed, tormented, afflicted, brutalized by the devil, that's not the will of God. You have to wake up to who you are in Christ and put the devil where he belongs. Praise the Lord. We have too many victims of life in our midst. When will you stop being a victim? When will you become a victor over the challenges of life? Praise the Lord. So, possibilities begin when the will of God is known. What is the will of God for me? By the time you realize, oh, the mind of God for me is good, then you start pushing in that direction. I'm aiming for good. I'm aiming for the best. Hallelujah. Many, for many years, I was um, the patron of uh, Christian accounting students of uh, Obafemiolo University. And uh, I would tell my students, then, see, you, if you say because of campus fellowship, you, 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 you got a third class. You are a disgrace to the kingdom. You say, our oh, pastor. I say, yes. Why must you have a third class? Or even a two-two? Because of campus fellowship. I said, number one, your parents sent you to school to come and study. Not to do campus papa. You know, they have papa and mama. Somebody carries their Bible for them. Students. Stu- Somebody's carrying Bible for you. I hope you are not... Uh, I hope there is no student here that is... Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. So you are a disgrace to the kingdom if you make a third class or a tutu because of, because of campus fellowship, because you were busy in the fellowship. I say ambassadors of the kingdom are people of excellence. They are people of distinction. They are people of merit. Hallelujah. I say before you leave this campus, you must have qualified. You must have passed your ICANN exams. You must have passed your ACC and so on and so on. So we had to change that thinking and it worked. And it worked. Some had Caesar, some had this thing, you know, different things before they left school. By the time we held a reunion, after a set had graduated, come and see them. Come and see, big, they had become big, big boys. Yes, that is what God wants for you. Who says you must be a failure because you are believing God, you know, we are working in holiness and purity. These things of the world will pass away. Why are you in school? The best. For God's children, because the Father gave us his only. The Father gave us more than his best. He gave us his all. If God spared not his own son, but livered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? All things. That is not there to make us feel good. That is there for reality. Are we still together this morning? <laughs> Possibilities. Second Kings chapter 6. I, quote, I mentioned it before from verse 5. But as one was fell in a beam, the axe fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Show me where it fell. And he showed him the place. And he cast down a stick and cast it thither. And the iron axe did swim. Therefore said he, Take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and took it. I said, Wherever the will of God is known, possibilities abound. There's something called a possibility mindset. It is also referred to as a possibility mentality. I will end here and we will start from here. When next we meet. Possibility mentality. There are no jobs in Nigeria. Says who? 
I can't, you know, you know, because of my age and so on and so on and so on. So things are difficult right now. There's really no organization that has an opening for me. Says who? Maybe you are the organization that, you, that should even have an opening for others. I'm referring to you, an individual, as an organization. I said maybe you are the organization that should have an opening for others. <laughs> The realm of God is the realm of all possibilities. Carry a possibility mentality. Carry a possibility mindset. Twelve spies were asked, go spy out the land. Bring the fruits of the land unto us. Give us a description, detailed description of the land. And they went. And by the time they came back, ten of them said, it's a big land. It's a large land. The land swallows its inoccupants. How come they saw the sons of Anak there? How come those ones were not swallowed? Anyway, they even brought the fruit of the land. One man could not carry a bunch. They had to put the bunch, hang it on a tree branch and use their shoulders to carry. So two men had to carry a bunch of fruits from the land because that land was productive and fruitful. It was a good land. But they now said, we are not able to take that land. Anakims are there, giants are there. That land is wicked. That land is terrible. And Caleb said, what are you saying? Is God not on our side? With God on our side, we are well able. We can go up. We can take it. Do you know Israel did not take that land? Read that account very well. Numbers 23, Numbers 24. Israel did not take that land. Do you know they did not take the land? They did not go. Because the people were discouraged. Their hearts melted based on the report of the ten. Anytime you think impossible, you weaken yourself and you weaken others around you. They couldn't take the land. But God said, Caleb will get there. Joshua will get there. But that was not the time. Because for what they did, he said, you spied the land for 40 days and nights. You will tarry in the wilderness for 40 years. It shall be a year for a day. Your judgment. That was where that judgment came from. Because some doubted the power of God. Never you doubt the ability of God. Never you doubt the power of God. They doubted the power of God and their punishment was 40 years for the 40 days that they went on that expedition. Read your Bible. It's there. Praise the Lord. But eventually when it was time to cross over after the 40 years, Caleb was still alive. As my strength is 40 years ago, so is my strength today. He still remembered what God told him, 40, the faith he had 40 years ago to enter the land kept him 40 years after to still say, it's mine. I'm going in, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. We are going in. Someone say, we are going in. We're going into the place of rest, the place of peace, the place of joy, the place of fulfillment, the place of satisfaction, the place of preservation, the place of promotion, the place of advancement, the place of health, the place of wellness, the place of peace, the place of restoration, the place of dominion. We are going in. We are going in. Who's joining me to go in? Stand to your feet this morning. All possibilities. We're going to continue. Next week, God willing. Give him thanks, give him thanks. And receive a possibility mindset all your days. A possibility 
attitude all your days, a possibility mentality all your days, all your days. Who told you you won't go in for your masters this year? Who told you you won't go in for your masters this year? Who told you? Who are you listening to? Whose voice are you hearing? Who told you you won't carry your baby in your hands? Who told you? God did not tell you that. Who told you? Who told you that? Who told you you won't release that book this year? Who told you? Who told you you're not going to complete your PhD this year? Who told you? Somebody's here. Yes, you're on your PhD program, you know, and things appear stalled and so on. Who told you you're not finishing this year? Who, who, who said that? Whose report are you believing? Whose report are you believing? Who told you that growth is going with you? Going back home with you. That growth in your body. Who told you that is going back home with you this morning? Who told you that inflammation is going back home with you this morning? Who told you? Who told you? Who told you you will not be healed of that thyroid condition? Who told you? Who told you? Who told you? See, healings, healings, healings. Healings, healings, healings. Healings, healings. Who told you? Who told you you will not be healed here today? Who told you? Who told you? Who told you? Who told you? Can you receive God's visitation in your body? Can you receive God's situation over your affairs, uh, over, over your undertakings, over your children, over your grandchildren? Can you receive God's visitations? God's visitations. He's the God of all possibilities. Uh, he will take you from the dunghill. He will set you in the king's palace. He's God. He's God. He will take you from the backside of a desert and bring you to the place of prominence and honor because he wants to display his glory in your life. He's God. He owes no one an apology for being good to you. He owes no one an apology for being good to you. Say, Lord, I am ready for all you have in mind for me. I reach out by faith even for that goodness of yours. In every area of my life, I reach out and I connect with your provision. I reach out and I co connect with your, your provisions, your resources, with everything you have in mind for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Please join hands with someone beside you. After joining hands, you can use sanitizer when you, on your way out of church. Or you can wash your hands for hygiene's sake, for the sake of hygiene. But I need to join hands with someone. And I agree. And I agree. And I agree. We're going to agree, number one, no to every walk of the devil. Enough is enough. No more tricks. No more schemings. No more evil devices of the devil in different areas of our lives. No more. No more limitations, no more barriers, no more obstacles, no more hindrances, no more. No more drought. Begin to pray. No more drought, no more dryness, no more stagnation in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every chain is broken. Every yoke is destroyed. Every oppression is broken. The rod of the oppressor is destroyed in the name of Jesus. In that day, I will lift up the burden from your shoulders. I will remove the yoke from your neck. The yoke is destroyed because of the anointing. In the name of 
Jesus every yoke is destroyed broken in the name of Jesus because of the anointing every work of a devil is destroyed because of the anointing in the name of Yeshua in the name of Yeshua no more infirmity no more sickness no more affliction in the name of Jesus every yoke of death destroyed cancelled broken in the name of Jesus stagnation stagnation barrenness you are destroyed you are defeated in the name of Jesus we align with the victory of the cross we align with the victory of the resurrection of Christ in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we walk in victory all possibilities are ours to the glory of God in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah Give a little shout of victory this morning. Give him a shout of victory. Give me a shout of victory. Give me a shout of praise. A shout of praise. A shout of praise. A shout of praise. Good news in the name of Jesus. Good news in the name of Jesus. Good news in the name of Jesus. Progress in the name of Jesus. Promotions in the name of Jesus. Increase in the name of Jesus. Fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. Victory after victory in the name of Jesus. No losses. No losses. We shut the door permanently against the devil, against losses. We shut the door permanently against defeat and failure. We shut the door permanently against any form of affliction and oppression. Thank you, Father. For on Mount Zion there shall be deliverance and it shall be holy. And the house of Jacob possess their possessions. We possess our possessions to the glory of the name of the Lord. Give him praise, give him praise, give him glory. He's worthy, he's worthy. Lord, you're worthy. Lord, you're worthy. Lord, you're worthy. You may be seated. You may be seated for a few more minutes. You are in church this morning. You are saying, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I'm serious about my faith. I want to invite Jesus into my heart, into my life. You're watching online or you're here physically. And you want me to pray that prayer for you. For you to make peace with your God. To be a child of a living God. Just raise up your right hand and then put it back down. Let me see it and then you put it back down. Anybody like that? All eyes shut, all heads bowed. I see you my brother. All eyes shut, all heads bowed. All eyes shut. If you're up on the gallery and you want to do that, just raise the hand. I hope there are people there who will see you. Amen. Amen. Now those who raised their hand before, just place that hand across your chest. Place the hand across your chest and repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I mean it. From today, I surrender all about my life unto you. Change me, for you alone can change me. And your peace becomes my peace. For my sins are washed away with your blood. Because I believe you died for me. Lord, I pray for your son that I can see and others that I may not see. The Lord, you reveal yourself daily unto them. That you cause them to be rooted, grounded, planted permanently in you. That they begin to bear fruit unto you in righteousness. To the glory and honor of your name. Lord, let this season be totally different in every aspect of life for them. Thank you for making it happen. In Jesus' name, amen. You may stand to your feet now. Such people, all heads are still bowed. All eyes are shut. 
Just stand to your feet where you are. Just stand to your feet up on the gallery wherever. The blessing is upon you. The blessing is upon you. The blessing is upon you. If you are doing this from home or from wherever you're watching online, the blessing is upon you as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Some people will walk up to you and um, tell you some things you need to know and then you'll be back with us. Father, we are grateful. It will not stop. From this hour, things fall in place. It's our month and our season of answers. 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 Let there be answers. 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 To the glory and honor of your name. In Jesus' name. Amen.